0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to each and every one of you that have joined the prayer line this morning. We know that God never sleeps, nor does he slumber. He waits for us to come before him with our love and adoration for him. You know, the enemy of our soul comes with doubt and fear and tries to bring discouragement. But the Bible is full of verses that bring such promise to us if we only believe. Psalms 46 tells us that God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. In Psalms 55, it tells us fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I can't stop shaking, but I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. And then in Psalm 75 and verse 3, it says, when the earthquakes and its people live in turmoil, I am the one who keeps its foundations firm. So we don't have to worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. You know what happens then? You'll experience his peace. And that peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Well, we want to bring honor to Bishop and Pastor Adrian. For all that they have invested in your destiny and its people, may their hearts be filled with joy and peace surround them, go before them this day. We thank God for them and ask for his blessing to be upon them. I want to introduce our team for the morning, Um, and my name is Heather Dawson. I am facilitating the call. We also have Minister John Small bringing the devotion. So good morning, Minister John. How are you and Minister Sharon doing?
1: We are so well, and yourself.
0: I am well. Thank you. Thank you. And it is good to be on the line with you this morning.
2: Uh, We also...
0: We also have Sister Myrna Whetstown. She is going to pray for the requests that we have received. You know, this is a precious time, and it's an honor to stand in in agreement on behalf of others, those that are in need, those that have sent in requests and are desiring something from God. So good morning, Myrna. How are you? Good morning, Mother. I am wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. I really am. And it is good to be with everyone this morning. So let's go before the Lord uh, at this time. Father, we ask that you will saturate each life that is on the line this morning with your presence. Father, I bring Minister John before you, asking for him to be free in delivering your word for this day. We know that you have imparted into him that very thing that is to be spoken this morning. We bind any and all hindrances that would try to distract the people so that the word is not caught. To bring understanding of your word for this day, which will cause us to win in life. These are the things that we ask this morning, Father, of you. Amen and amen. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Minister John, at this time. God bless you.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for that prayer. That was a powerful prayer. Um, Power is not always in the scroll. Power is not always in in uh, the, the person that you see that looks like a bodybuilder. Power is not always in the longest word, the longest speech, the longest prayer. But the power is in the prayer that comes by faith. And when Mother Heather just uh, prayed just now, It, you know, I didn't feel anything just emotionally. I felt it deep down in my spirit, what she was saying. So I thank you for that so much. So we're going to get it right into the word. <clears throat> right into the word. So my topic today, I've entitled it, What do you want your very, what do you want your very last words to be? I'll say it again. What do you want your very last Words to be just imagine for me you're there with your family and and everybody's around you that loves you, your immediate family, a little extended family, and they're celebrating your life and and you're about to speak your very last words. What do you want those words to be? The scripture that we're going to be reading from today—very short one, but very poignant. It comes from Ecclesiastic three one, and the message that says this: there is an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth. The amplifier said it this way: there is a season, there is a season, a time appointed. For everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. Everything has a time. Everything has a purpose under heaven. Everything has its time. Jesus had a time. He had a purpose. And he had an assignment Even in the Garden of Eden, an assignment was already given to Jesus when Adam dropped the ball. And God spoke to the serpent, Satan, and said, And I will put enmity, that's open hostility, between you and the woman and between your seed. offspring and her seed. He, meaning Jesus, shall fatally bruise your head and you shall only bruise his heel. In the Garden of Eden, Jesus was already given an assignment. His assignment was already given. And believe it or not, everyone here online, everyone in the world, have an assignment that was already given before they were even conceived in their mother's womb. Now the question today is, are you meeting your assignment? Do you know what your assignment is? Walk with me. There were over 300 Old Testament prophecies. There were... Prophecies and symbols and, and and things spoken about Jesus before he was even conceived. Over 300, and for for that time period, for 33 years, Jesus was on assignment. When he was physically born, from day one, he was on assignment. And we're just going to touch on just three things that Jesus was here to do as part of his assignment, just three things. So the first thing is, he was here on assignment to seek and save. As it says in Luke 19, it says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That was part of his assignment, to come and seek the lost out, and to make a way for them, a provision, so they can be saved. He was also here in regards to an atonement in Romans 3, 3rd on 23, and I think it's 24 it says in the CEV. All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. All of us, not one of us has made it. But here's what happened. God created a way for us. And because of Christ Jesus, he freely accepted us and set us free from all of our sins. His assignment, atonement. Another assignment that Jesus had was reconciling us. Can you imagine the way Adam was with God in the Garden of Eden, Eden, walking in the cool of the day, them chit-chatting, having a good time, but that sin divided them, and Jesus came, asked an assignment, In 2 Corinthians 5, it says, but all of these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him. And gave us the ministry of reconciling so that by our example we might bring others to Him. So, Christ's three, these three examples that I've given in regards to His assignment to seek and save the lost, the atonement, and reconciling us back to God, with only three of are, are the things that he was on assignment to do. Jesus fulfilled every, not one, some, ninety nine point nine. He fulfilled every Old Testament prophecy. Everything that was spoken about his coming, Jesus fulfilled. Everything. He dotted every I and crossed every T. And all of this in the Old Testament was was said about him before he was even born. So it wasn't like, like, you know, when he was born, they started telling him, these are the things that you have to do. No. Everything that was assigned for him to do, everything that was said about him in the Old Testament, everything, everything he accomplished. He left nothing unturned. This is why that is so poignant here that when Jesus sat with his Father at the end of his assignment, he was able to say this. He said, Father, I have glorified you down here on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. Everything. If Jesus had taken a test, a physical test like we do here, to pass, to go to the next level, he passed it with an A++++. He passed. Without any question. That's why when Jesus completed everything that he was sent here to do, he was able to say these final words. Even to the end, on the cross, nailed and beaten and stabbed, he was able to say this, I am thirsty. That was part, that was part of his assignment down to the last words. And that's when the jar... of of sour wine was given to him and when Jesus received it the sour wine he said it is finished not that he was finished it was finished his assignment and here's what he did he voluntarily did this and he bowed his head And gave up, gave up his spirit. He gave it up voluntarily because it was, it was, it was finished. Now, we have some assignments as well. Like the disciples, we know that Jesus told them, and it's a reference to us as well, to go out and spread the kingdom of God to the world, bring health to the sick and and raise the dead and and touch the untouchable and and, and kick out demons. We know that's part of the disciples and, and along with our assignment as well. And we see people today, they're healing people through the power of God. All this is done through the power of God. My question today is this. Are we meeting the greatest two assignments that Jesus gave us? Just just two. Not asking you to heal, not asking you to raise the dead, not asking you to, to go to Timbuktu and, 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 and raise a missionary. No, it's just two assignments. And here are the two assignments. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Are you doing that assignment? Don't answer. Think about it. The other one is this. Ask the first. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Are you doing that? Just two. Just two assignments. Just two assignments. Because in those two assignments, those are built the foundation for all the commandments that were given in the Old Testament if you can do those two. And remember this, in closing, the victory is not in your strength or my strength, but the victory is in Christ. The battle is already won by faith. Opposition will come, but Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And as the word says in first Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. That feels so good. Thanks be to God who has given us the victory, not in ourselves, but through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is already done. It is already done. So I, I pose the question again. Let me know what do you want your last words to be? Think about it. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Minister John, what a beautiful, beautiful word this morning. You said some things that. Just resonated within me, so I know that if it resonated within me, it resonated within others also. That, and I think it's important for us to understand that our assignments have been given to us before we were born. I have always believed that. And it's like in this day and time that we're living, that's becoming more evident. It's coming forward like never before. We have been given an assignment, and are we going to fulfill it? What are our last words going to be? But when you said, when Jesus said, it is finished, he completed everything. And I never it never struck me, as it did this morning, that you were saying, his assignment, assigned to him, was finished. And so I thank you for that word as I know that others on the line this morning are saying thank you also. We thank our God that he put that within you because it brought it brought a deepness and a clarity to us that we need for the time and the season that we are living in. We serve an awesome God. And the final word was two assignments for us, and to, that is to love God, to love God with all of our heart, and then to love our neighbor. Can we not care for our neighbor as ourself? Again, thank you. Thank you for that word. I want to turn at this time and go to Sister Myrna and I ask, Father, that as we pray for the needs of others, I ask that you flow through Myrna with fire and authority and that we all give no place to allow sickness, pain, fear, doubt any of those things, to remain in the lives of those who are in need. For whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And we're going to believe with you, Myrna, this morning as you pray that individuals will be healed and set free from all that has come upon them. So, Myrna, please come at this time. Yes, Mother,
2: thank you. Thank you for that prayer. Amen. Amen. Um, we have three prayer requests that came in. Inez Adams Foster. I'm submitting a prayer request for my husband, Pastor Patrick Foster, who's been diagnosed with AFib, atrial fibrillation, which could lead to increased risk of stroke. His systems are short, shortness of breath and a feeling of pressure in his lungs. I'm believing and trusting God, also for complete healing in every area of our lives, for God to move on our behalf regarding the new home we are listed on, prosperity and long life for our sons and family members. In Jesus' name, amen. The next prayer request is from Tina Murphy Ricks. I'm asking for healing. I have a condition with my bones. I've had brain surgery Soldier surgery, and sh- shul- shoulder replacement. Now I was told I have deteriora- deteriorated bones in my lower back with rheumatoid arthritis. Pain in my hands. Lord, help me. And from Ms. Jones, I'm asking for prayers for my mom. She was just diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. She will have to go through a risky surgery and aggressive chemo. And she is already not in the best health due to a stroke some years ago. This same, this same time last year, my dad got sick and passed away within weeks. I was at church this past weekend and pastor was touching on seasons in 2020 and 2021. I have been plagued with so much loss. I'm praying for, my, for healing for my family I'm asking for a turnaround for myself and everyone in my life from these past two years. They have been so rough. These battles have brought me to my knees, but I am holding on to faith. Please continue to pray. Thank you. Father God, we come to you this morning, Father God. First and foremost, Father, we thank you for meeting us where we are. We thank you, Father, for being with us right now. As we lean into your presence this very early morning, Father, we come against sickness, illness, virus, disease, afib, achy bones, cancer, doubt, fear, restlessness, loss, and a weary spirit. We call forth Pastor Foster, Tina, and Miss Jones' mom to proclaim the truths and the promises in your word for themselves, to remain in your presence and to continue there until they see their miracle of healing, wholeness, and completeness. Come to pass in their lives once and for all. Fill them with your power and with your might, Father. We speak your word over them now, Father, in Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal them, O Lord, and they shall be healed. Save them, Father, and they shall be saved. For you are their praise. In Proverbs 4 and 20 my son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight, keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. We call upon you, Jehovah Rapha, this morning because you said in Exodus 15:26. For I am the Lord who heals you. Show up in the life of Pastor Foster, Tina, and Miss Jones' mom as healer in the name of Jesus. Right where they are, Father God, whether they're on this call or not, we send forth your word. We send forth our prayers, and we ask that you, Jehovah Rapha, show up in their midst. We proclaim and declare your word, Father God, in Jeremiah 30 and 17. For I will restore health to you, and I will heal your wounds, says the Lord, because they have called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no one seeks after, and for whom no one cares. But, Father, your beloved children, your dear ones, Father God, that we lift up this morning, you care for them. You created them with purpose and on purpose, Father God. Show up. Restore health. Heal their wounds, Father God. In James 5.16, confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Father God, we thank you in advance for healing, for the healing, Father God, that is taking place in Pastor Foster's body so that his heart will continue to beat strong for you as he walks out your assignment for him, as he walks out your will for his life, and you see him. And you see him through and you use him during this time in a mighty way. We thank you, Father, for the healing in Tina's bones right now. Because she will feel no more pain and her bones will work and function exactly as they were created to function. So that she can continue to walk out her faith and be a witness to others. Father God, we thank you for the complete healing of Ms. Jones' mom of cancer. We thank you that every cell in her body is operating exactly as they were created to function and operate. There is no longer any trace of cancer in her body. We declare it, Father God, from the crowning of her head to the soles of her feet. Father God, do what you do best. Astonish doctors, nurses and all of those involved in these three precious children of yours, so that they too will wonder what happened, and they too will bend a knee and accept Jesus as Lord, because they know that they just witnessed a miracle. Father God, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor for these three dear ones, that we have been so honored and privileged, Father God, to lift up before you. But Father God, we know that you are no respecter of persons, And anyone else, Father God, that is on this prayer call this morning, who is experiencing any strange symptoms, Father God, in their body or in their mind. We call them healed. We call them whole. And we command them to be complete as well. In Jesus' mighty and
0: matchless name, amen,
2: amen, and
0: amen. 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 Thank you, Myrna. Thank you. Yes, we call them whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let each request that was spoken this morning manifest. Let it manifest to the glory of God and His goodness to us. We believe, Father. We believe. We stem in the gap for them. we thank you, Lord, for that beautiful prayer this morning on behalf of others. I want to go back to Minister John to see if he has any further thoughts before we close out the call this morning. Minister John.
1: Yes, Uh, ma'am. In closing, I am just going to reference back to the very beginning. And that is... When it comes time, and it will come a time, when we are about to meet our Father and we are gathered around with our loved ones, will we be able to say, just as Jesus did, it is finished. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Minister John. Thank you so much for that word this morning. Thank you, Myrna, for praying so beautifully on behalf of those that sent in requests. And we believe, we just stand. We stand before a holy God and we know that his love for us is all-consuming. May we love one another. May we love one another. So, Father, as we close out the line this morning, we know that our words are containers and that our words either carry faith or fear. And we know that they produce after their kind. Help us to speak only faith-filled words which will cause us to live In the authority of the word. Your word is creative power, which is produced by our heart. It's produced by our heart, and then it is formed on our tongue to be released out of our mouth. Released out of us. So, Father, put a guard over our mouth today that we speak only faith-filled words. And that we are not snared or hindered as we position ourselves to win in this season of momentum. That we will accelerate in you. That we will not slow down, but we will speed up. And the reason we need to speed up is because the time is short. And there is much yet to be done. There are lives hanging in the balance. So, Father, help us. Help us to understand our assignment and help us to complete it. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor that we have had this morning gathered in your name. We heard your word so beautifully brought. We prayed in agreement with prayers that were uttered on behalf of others. And we thank you. We thank you because we know that you heard us. For this is the day that you created. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you, dear ones. Go forth. Have a beautiful day. Meet us back here at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. Open the line.